Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another week of college football. Uncle Dave, we are at week number seven now. As you guys already know, I'm your host, Justin Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter at CoachJRod1. I am here, like I just mentioned, with my uncle, um, one of the best handicappers of any sport in all of America. That's Dave Essler. You can find him on Twitter at Dave underscore Essler. Uncle Dave, you have gotten on me just a little bit for being a touter when it came to my 5-0 and best bet record. That record went out the window this last week as Virginia Tech lost at home to the Irish. I don't know if there was some holy water on the football when that last field goal went up in the air, but it went right through the uprights. I felt like I was on the right side. It doesn't matter what I feel like, though, because the ticket didn't cash, and I'm officially possibly on a losing streak. Yeah, I mean, I get it, and I'm, I'm sorry for you. I wasn't necessarily making fun of your touting. I was actually crediting you for being able to do it so well. Well, that's something that I was born naturally um, or born with naturally. I think it runs in the family, though, because uh, when you do your touting, I don't think it's as, um, how do we say, public is my touting, but I see the Twitters. Okay, I see all that, and uh, I I know touting when I see it, even from the most subtle side. Yeah, every once in a while I get a little streak in me. I, I, you know, we're we're only going to be posting the audio, but I want to hold this up for you. I don't know if you can if you can make out what it is. Let's see. Say welcome to you. Oh, ancestry.com. Are you asking me to take another DNA test? I am. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not convinced. Five and one is not good enough. You lost last week. I need more irrefutable evidence. I understand that. Well, it's not about um, how well we've done in the past. All the listeners want to know is if we can make them money this week. And uh, I'm ready to get back up on that horse, Uncle Dave. I hope you believe in me. But we're going to jump into these games. We're going to go first game here. Number 18, Arizona State at 5-1. and one. They're going to travel to Utah 3-2 and two on the year. Opening line of this game is Utah plus one over under 51. Current line is a pick em between the two over under is down a touch to 50 and a half. Uncle Dave, Herm Edwards seems to have Arizona State heading into the right direction, but Arizona State's only loss was at BYU. So they're traveling to somewhat familiar territory in a tough place to play in Utah. Is this Arizona State, Arizona State team good enough to handle this road test this time? Well, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I hope not, but you know, I've been on Arizona state and it might be time to not be, you know, this, this is two teams. That's really hard for me to bet against either one of them. Really, you know, ASU has a little bit of extra rest. Both teams won at UCLA. Both teams lost to BYU. Um, Utah also lost to San Diego state. That was the only other ranked team they played. And that, that was a game statistically that they should have won. Um, but, you know, I think this game is a pick for a good reason. Um, there aren't a lot of obvious edges. Both teams run the ball well. Both defenses stop the run well. It comes down to passing. Both pass defenses are solid. Um, ASU's pass offense, they have the potential for chunk plays based on the fact that they're 9.2 yards per pass uh, to 6.3 yards per pass advantage. But, you know, higher reward means higher risk usually, Justin. And, you know, I have to like that not only is Utah, the home team, but maybe a little weather advantage. You know, this is a night game. It's going to be chilly, not cold, but certainly not Tempe weather. So reluctantly, I, I think I'm going to get off the Sun Devils who made me money, but so is Utah. And I guess to summarize that, I, I like both teams, 
I just think Utah's more conservative offense is less likely to make the big mistake that's going to cost their team a game. So I am going to go with the Utes. Yeah, I can't disagree with you there, Uncle Dave. When you look at this just from the average perspective, you see a 5-1 and one ASU team with that number 18 next to it. Obviously, the average better is going to think that they naturally should be the favorite. They are coming off of a couple big wins, like you said. A good win against a Stanford team who has showed to be formable this year. Uh, they went to UCLA. They beat them. Colorado team, they lost to BYU, like Utah said as well. And then they beat a not-so-great UNLV, UNLV team. Um, and these pick em games, I just tend to go with the home team. Now, that's a square statement, but you talked about the obvious. Um, it's a night game. There's not a lot to do in Utah. Those crowds seem to come out pretty well. Um, and Arizona State has to deal with the travel. And although maybe not everybody who plays on Arizona State's team might be from Arizona and acclimated to that weather, weather ultimately that's where they practice. That's where they live. So, yeah, it looks like 58 degrees there at kickoff is what it's supposed to be. Uh, give me the home team in a pick them in a night game. Is that too square for you? Uh, no, because I, I agree with you. And, and uh, you know, I think Arizona State might be the square. And, you know, it's still Utah. It's still Kyle Winningham. Um, it's still a home game. It's still, you know, 40 or 50 degrees colder than it is in Tempe right now. And, and I really do like the fact that, you know, I think Arizona State, as I said, I think they have a bigger upside, but a bigger upside also can create a bigger downside. You know, I mean, I, I love, I love Arizona State. I just think that the way they play, you know, lends itself to the bigger mistake, especially if they're going for the chunk plays. And, you know, I, I just, I love her Edwards, but I love Winningham too. So I have to go with the, the team less likely to screw it up. And I think that would be Utah. No doubt. And you know me, I'm an energetic guy. I'm a sucker for the atmosphere and the home game. So I'm rolling with them as well. We're going to go ahead and move on. Number 19, BYU. They're five and one. They're going to travel to unranked Baylor, which is also five and one. Opening line of this game, Uncle Dave, is Baylor minus four and a half over under 48. Current line, Baylor minus six and a half over under 50. You're talking about a team now who's really flown under the radar in Baylor after all of the allegations, the coaching changes, this, that, and the other. But ultimately, they've performed this year. Um, they did lose uh, to Oklahoma State, who is undefeated. But a nice win against Iowa State and then West Virginia most recently. I don't think a lot of uh, public has really been watching Baylor. But do they really deserve to be this big of a favorite uh, against a ranked BYU team? Yeah, I think they do. And I think, you know, the very fact that they are a big favorite over a ranked team is probably all you need to know. I mean, it's obviously it's not, but, you know, if you were going to just bet blind, you know, BYU, they haven't really looked good since they beat Arizona State. They barely beat South Florida as a 23-point favorite, uh, covered but barely over Utah State. And obviously, last week, lost outright to Boise as a sizable home favorite. So, you know, uh, Baylor did beat Iowa State, and Iowa State was, you know, highly ranked at the time. And, you know, then I bet against them uh, – at Oklahoma State, which didn't end well, but, you know, actually leaned West Virginia last week, unfortunately didn't bet on them. So, you know, I'm not sure I have Baylor pegged really well, but, you know, they're 3-0 at home ATS, and none of those games were really ever in doubt. You know, the total's gone up a few points, and I don't have an opinion on the total, but if true, one would think it in favor of the home team and in favor of Baylor. I mean, 
Well, as I said, they're six-point favorites over a ranked team. That's pretty telling. Uh, it's also only BYU's second road game. So, you know, in as much as we're looking at recency bias if we're fading BYU, I just can't back them here. I, I hate laying points and hate being in the majority because most of the tickets and most of the money are on the Bears. But I think they're more tested. And looking at the rest of Baylor's schedule, it's actually pretty favorable. So, you know, Baylor's got some real momentum now. And as you said, I think they're still under the radar. So, you know, they might be looking further, uh, not looking ahead, but looking further at a, at a at a really good season and, you know, maybe a, a nice ball game, which is a nice payday. I just think BYU is going the other direction and into a hostile environment. So I have to go with Baylor here, buddy. Yeah, we don't compare notes, uh, but we're on the right track this week together, Uncle Dave. I'm on Baylor as well. Whenever it comes to the simple fact of an unranked team versus a ranked team, um, if that unranked team is favored, the higher number actually leans me to bet on them uh, even more so. Like you said, this line jumped two points from four and a half to six and a half. I just think the average guy is going to look at that number 19 in front of BYU, look at the record and say, well, gosh, they should be pretty even. Um, I'll go ahead and just take the points. Maybe so, but like you said, BYU is only traveling for the second time. And when it comes down to it, I got to look at quarterback play. We talk about that all the time. Coach, quarterback, and then uh, defense. Um, Jerry Bohannon for uh, Baylor has been exceptional. 1,300 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, and zero interceptions. If you want to cover big numbers like this, and it's not a huge number here, but at least a touchdown, you got to be able to take the ball or take care of the ball. Uh, Bohannon's been able to do that, and I think that they're kind of starting to formulate into the Baylor of old. This offense is clicking on all cylinders right now, and I wouldn't be surprised with a double-digit win possibly here at home against what I assume a fully motivated Baylor team against a ranked BYU. Wouldn't you agree? I would. I mean, you know, you know, like you said, we don't compare notes. We just send each other what games we're going to do. And, you know, we, we landed on the same thing for many of the same reasons. So maybe this should be a double best bet, but I know, I also know what will happen if we do that. So uh, we'll just go with, I agree, buddy. Yeah, I don't like to be in the dugout in the seventh inning, uh, being the rookie of an MLB game, looking up at the scoreboard and seeing a zero up there and maybe mentioning it to so-and-so that a no-hitter is going on. So I don't like to mention those things at all. I'm a baseball diehard at heart. Um, and uh, I'm going to knock on wood for the both of us there just for you even mentioning that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry about your Oakland days. <clears throat> well, they might not be in Oakland for – too much longer but that's neither well, you know there. vegas is an easy trip for you it is and uh, as long as i stay friends with you it'll be an even more easy trip okay because i'm I'm up, I'm up for it well bring, I, bring, bring your golf clubs so i'll bring my golf clubs but as your nephew um are you gonna how much are you gonna spot me at the uh blackjack table uncle dave you're gonna cover my bankroll well I'm, I'm always up for comic relief um <laughs> You know, we can, we can negotiate that. All right. All right. Take it out of my will. We're going to move on. Number 13. <laughs> go ahead. You got something to say? I'm just laughing about the whole will thing. I'm well, gonna, I mean, you, you live in a mansion in Florida. You're retired. You have two sets of golf clubs, four cars, a pet alligator, swimming pool. I mean, there's got to be a lot to go around. Well, I'm, you know, you might have overstated a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to move on, Uncle Dave. Ole Miss, number 13 in the country. They're four and one. They're traveling to Tennessee, four and two. Opening line, Ole Miss minus three over under 78. Current line, Ole Miss minus two and a half over under 82.5 freaking points. 
Uncle Dave, I'm not going to throw it over to you. I'm going to keep it right here, ball in my court. <clears throat> Let me get back on track. Here we go again. This pick for me is 75% line and movement and 25% football. We all know who Ole Miss is. We know who Lane Kiffin is. We know who Matt Corral is. The offense is electric, to say the least. They are currently averaging 46 points per game, as well as 561 total yards of offense this year. While Ole Miss has been in center stage with the popularity of Lane Kiffin, his matchup a couple weeks ago against former uh, coach there, uh, Nick Saban, as well as Corral being the top spotlight uh, Heisman pick up to this point, the public absolutely loves the Rebels, and maybe they should. But Tennessee has been lying in the weeds improving week after week since being named starter quarterback for Tennessee Hendon Hooker has been fantastic throwing for 13 touchdowns while only turning the ball over one time he should have been the starter from the get-go uh I, I don't understand that decision but you know it's all worked out and here we are I have no question that on a natural or on a neutral field Ole Miss is probably the far better team but we have to talk about what we thought about Arkansas before this week. I thought they were one-dimensional. I thought that they wouldn't be able to score as many points and keep up with that Ole Miss defense or with that Ole Miss offense. But because of the Ole Miss defense, which is quote-unquote improved, they made Arkansas look like one of the top offensive teams in the nation. Now, Uncle Dave, I have a couple questions for you. Where is this game being played at, Uncle Dave? Um, Knoxville. Knoxville. Uncle Dave, is this or is this not a 6.30 primetime start? It is. Uncle Dave, who is the coach for the Rebels? The Rebels? Like Ole Miss Rebels? Lane That's Kiffin. It. Lane Kiffin. Where did he used to reside some time ago? Ark, uh, Tennessee. All these thoughts, along with that line drop into minus two and a half, tells me that Vegas is begging me to take the Rebels. Justin, just do it. They only have to cover by a field goal. Just do it. They're the better team. They got Kiffin. They got the Heisman Trophy winner. They're the better team. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I cannot do it. This line is ticked down while having 60% of the tickets on the Rebels. I'm not going to do what Vegas wants me to do. Tennessee could easily lose this game by 20 points, but I don't see that happening. I think Tennessee has what it takes in the spot with the offense to keep up with Ole Miss. They're going to be storming the field in Knoxville. Get me back on the horse. Best bet, Tennessee plus two and a half. Uncle Dave, what do you think about that? Well, I'm, I'm really disappointed because I can't disagree with you. I mean, I want to. You know I love to argue with you. But I like Tennessee here as well. I mean, I think people expected Ole Miss to get back on track last week uh, against Arkansas after the Bama loss. And, yeah, they won. But uh, it's in part because Arkansas went for two to avoid OT, which was the right call. But neither team would stop the other. I mean, that game was at Ole Miss. And this is, as you said, a night game in Tennessee. Uh, lots of renewed enthusiasm in Knoxville right now. They're going in a good direction. And this is also kind of a must win for UT. They got Alabama next week. Um, and as you mentioned, we have Lane Kiffin homecoming. Uh, that's huge. I mean, Heupel and his assistants that, that came from UCF, and they've already made the Vols offense. Uh, they probably scored more points this season than they have the previous two combined. You know, I said that rather tongue-in-cheek, and then I actually looked. They've scored 107 points in their last two games and in their last seven games last year. They combined to only score 103. Uh, their defense is not elite. I mean, let's – Let's call a spade a spade here, but 
You know, any team that allows Arkansas to get 51 on them at home has to be worse, and that would be Ole Miss. So I think, you know, in spite of the perception that Ole Miss is an air attack, they actually do run the ball 60% of the time, and UT's rush defense doesn't suck. You know, I think offensively, uh, Tennessee has a huge advantage in third down conversions. And in a game like this, I think just having the ball is important. And although I like Lane, I like Hypo more. Uh, although I hate the ball's defense, I hate the Ole Miss defense more. At home getting points, I'm going to go orange with you, brother. Perfect. That makes me feel so much better because I didn't need that text halfway through the game from Uncle Dave letting me know how wrong I was. I, I'm, I'm fully no, wait, whoa, whoa, ready whoa, to whoa, go. Wait, 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 wait. I would never text you halfway through the game with how right or how wrong you were. I believe I've been, doing, to... I've been, I've been doing this entirely too long. Maybe as early as when, when Tennessee's uh, kneeling on the ball or something in the fourth quarter and Ole Miss is out of timeouts or something, but never before that. I disagree wholeheartedly. I believe there was a text two weeks ago when Oklahoma State was playing. You said, well, way to go, Mr. 5-0. and And I said, or was that it? It was a week. And you said, way to go, Mr. 5-0. and And I said, Dave, don't do that to me. But I think you were just speaking confidence. I think I was just giving you shit. Well, that's good. I was, I was, I was just waiting for you to lose one to see what the coach J-Rod reaction would be. But, and I must say you've, you've handled it well, and I love your enthusiasm over your Vols bet this week. Well, you have to – first of all, you have to be enthusiastic to stay up in this game. Um, the losses will get you down in a hurry. You talk about the mood swings. Uh, one day I'm flipping over shelves in Walmart. Uh, the next I'm depressed in my basement, maybe filing divorce papers. So I have to stay high. I have to stay energetic. I love this pick. The line just, I mentioned it in my process, in my process, doesn't the line at minus two and a half just beg you to take the rebels? Is that what Vegas is doing here? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you know, as I said when I kind of alluded to wanting to tag along with you, I mean, I think that's all just perception. You know, I think, I think you know, people expected Ole Miss to lose at Alabama. Uh, I think they just happened to know that they beat Arkansas, but we know there was uh, much more uh, beneath the one-point victory there. And I, I just, uh, they're, you know, they, you know, people don't know Lane Kiffin uh, used to be at, well, they do, but they don't think of it at Tennessee. I mean, I just think, you know, and, and, and Tennessee has enthusiasm now, the, 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 the boosters, the fan base, you know, I don't know how many people they're going to get, but remember you t- routinely, that was 106,000 seat sellout um, every week, you know, even when they started to suck. So, you know, I think they're going to have a huge crowd and that's going to also be, I think a little more difficult on Ole Miss. So, yeah, I think that line is based on perception. I think you're seeing a little bit of the sharper money coming in and grabbing uh, three, three and a half or whatever it is was. So, yeah, I mean, that's the the obvious play is Ole Miss, and let's hope the obvious play is wrong. Yeah, squares win sometimes as well, but let's hope it's not this week. No offense to all my square listeners out there. 
Next game, we have unranked Iowa State. They're three and two. They're traveling to Kansas State, who's also unranked three and two as well. Opening line, Iowa State minus four and a half over under 51 and a half. Current line, Iowa State minus six and a half over under 50 and a half. Uncle Dave, um, Iowa State has been kind of disappointing. On the surface, we thought that they were going to be, well, what they were claimed to be, a top 10 team coming in. They have two losses to a very good Iowa team and then to an up-and-coming Baylor team. But other than that, they beat a really bad Kansas team. They beat a really bad UNLV, UNLV team and then almost lost to Northern Iowa at home in the opener. I can't lay six and a half at a somewhat tough place to get a win in Kansas State. What about you? Yeah, I mean, you said some of it. You know, Iowa State might be biggest one of the biggest underachieving teams this year based on preseason expectations. I mean, Hardy hasn't looked good at times. You know, Hall's been good, but not great. I know I think I think teams are just lining up to stop him and make Purdy beat him, and he hasn't been able to. Uh, we know the potential is there. I think this game depends as much on Campbell's ability to get him refocused more than anything else. I mean, you know, they had these lofty expectations, and maybe rightfully so, before the season, and now um, probably not so much. So, you know, can they get up for – for a road game to get back on track. I don't know. You know, I look at K-State. They did have a bye last week. Uh, They did play Oklahoma tough at home, um, but it's hard to get behind that offense. I know they scored 31 against Oklahoma, but who doesn't score 31 in Oklahoma? And, you know, the ISU defense is legit. So, you know, I can argue the home dog, maybe if I could get a seven. I like Campbell, but I like what Kleiman's doing. I don't see anything here other than a defensive game. So I am going to take the under, my friend. Yeah, you would think in a game like this, if Kansas State does get the lead, they want to try to hold on the ball and keep it away from Purdy in that offense. I'm with you. It doesn't seem like either team is rolling exceptionally well right now. Kansas State coming off the losing streak. I think they're both going to be playing pretty tight just to make sure they're in position for a win. I don't see a shootout here unless for some reason those defenses create tons of turnovers. Other than that, I wasn't too excited about this game. Surprise, you put it on the list. Not your favorite conference in the world, Uncle Dave. Well, I try to pick a couple of different conferences. I mean, you know, I would just pick all SEC and ACC and would never go west of the Mississippi. But, you know, I also know where you live. So some of those are in your wheelhouse, too. And then, then, you know, I have to admit that the left coast does exist. So I typically try to throw in a, uh, a game out that way as well. So a lot of it's somewhat regional and you know, uh, games that are, you know, not lined much more than three or four that, you know, maybe we can give people information on that, you know, they might be looking for. The left coast is the sole reason why me and my daughter, when she can't sleep well, watch Oregon until three in the morning, Uncle Dave. Well, good for you. I'll tell you what, you pick the games next week. Well, just no, do it no, 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 no. See, everybody listening right now. Uncle Dave is one of the best in the world. I'm just here to aid him. If I ever throw out any slight suggestion, he's going to tell me that I'm the boss and I'll do it. But we all know who's in charge here, so don't let it get twisted. Well, that's fine. You know, maybe we should have done, you know, Akron in Miami or or Ball State and whoever. I think that would make a listener very happy that was tweeting at us, uh, who's also a part of this kind of gig we got going on here. Seems to well, be one of those conferences. Yeah, I'm sure. But then we just have to ask Sleepy for like three hours airtime. Oh, uh, well, I'll, I know that you'd be taking a nap halfway through that. That's for sure. Oh, wait a minute. No, no. I would be <laughs> contemplating what to text you next. 
All right, all right. We're going to move on. Last game here. Well, kind of last game. We have a, a new segment at the end of the show that's going to be, I think, really appeasing to the people. But we got unranked Auburn, 4-2. and two. They're traveling to Arkansas, 4-2 and two as well, ranked number 17 in the country. Opening line, Arkansas minus 3.5, over under 53. Current line, Arkansas minus 4.5, over under 54.5. Uncle Dave, I'm still staying true. I think Arkansas is one-dimensional. I'm going to throw out that game against Ole Miss. I'm not going to start thinking that they're absolutely elite um offensively and they can just do it all um this is a tough one for me and it all comes down to motivation after losing those two games does Arkansas still have that spark and at home I think they might um Auburn's coming in with quarterback questions and a coach who's trying to get his feet stable underneath him I don't know if I could trust him to go back on the road again and get a win here um it's one of those rare times uh, that I actually lean towards possibly an Arkansas uh, money line. You're going to slap my hand, but uh, the four and a half scares me. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't disagree with you, and I've kind of gone back and forth on this, so maybe we need to talk this through. I mean, situationally, I think I can argue both sides here, to be honest. You know, Arkansas has some good offensive numbers, but, you know, against Aggies and against Georgia, the only two good defenses they played. They scored 20 points, so, you know, I'm with you. I think it's it's fool's gold offensively for the Hogs. Um, Auburn does have a good defense. They're 21st in yards per rush play allowed. Uh, we know Arkansas runs the ball two-thirds of the time, so, you know, defensively it's advantage Auburn. But the Auburn pass defense can be had, so, you know, provided the Hogs get Jefferson time, I think, and that's going to be big. I, he's been sacked quite a bit, and Auburn does get after the quarterback, so – you know, that was making me think, well, maybe, maybe it is Auburn. And then I look at Arkansas, you know, they're going to have to get creative to move the ball. Uh, we know Auburn wants to run, so Auburn might have to get creative to move the ball. And, you know, higher risk, higher reward, and higher reward, higher risk. I don't know. I don't think we're going to see a, an open, open up game early. I, I'm not sure the Hogs are basically nearly a TD better on a neutral field, which is essentially what this line's saying, you know. I think we're reading too much into their offensive outburst versus that non-existent Ole Miss defense. So I did lean Auburn and I did like the first half under and maybe the game under as well. You know, I see the totals ticked up, but I I digressed on reading too much into last week's Hogs offense. So that's where I kind of was. And then I see, well, you know, most of the free world or the SEC world is kind of, you know, pissy at Bo Nix after they got, destroyed saying you know they they would have beat georgia if the refs didn't do this and and then this game last year when these two played um auburn won on a last second field goal but there was a play um when auburn was in that game winning drive to where um nicks was going to spike the ball to stop the clock and he was under center and he kind of kind of dropped the, the snap and he picked it up and threw it down I remember and that. they called it intentional grounding but it really should have been a fumble because he threw it behind him. Right. So, you know, situationally, although I could have argued both sides, the situation really kind of screams Arkansas. Um, I would never slap you for the money line. Um, it's your money, not mine. So I still kind of go back and forth. And, and I think, I, I think I like the under the best, um, but you might be right with Arkansas. I think, um, you know, I, even though they 
they gave up points and lost in the last possession last week. I don't think they come home feeling bad about themselves in that game. I mean, they didn't get destroyed. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking Arkansas possibly. I mean, I don't, I don't like laying that points with an offense that has a tough time getting margin. But, you know, I, I just think, I think Arkansas really wants this game super badly. And that could trump most other things. Yeah, and if that's the case, I agree with you. Like I said, I just didn't know if that spark was gone with Arkansas, you know, after they um, had lost two in a row. It's sometimes hard to regain that. But like you said, um, I don't believe in moral victories, but they went into uh, Mississippi and uh, they did what they had to do, and they were right there at the end. Now, if they would have won that game, I would have absolutely loved them. And it, and 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 if if they and if Ole Miss would have lost that game, maybe the spread wouldn't be what it is against Tennessee. So it's always crazy to me how just one play um, can can you know make these all these different factors uh, manipulate or change. Um, I like the under as well as as you saw it go up. I think most of the public's on the over. Uh, we talk about that. You know, you said you want to talk through it. Arkansas is favored to win, so I would think that most people think that if you're favored to win, you're favored to have the lead for most of the game, or at least a good chunk of it. Well, what's Arkansas going to do with the lead? Heck, what's Arkansas going to do when they're behind? They're going to run the football. You talked about Auburn's run defense. I think they're going to be ready for it. So I see a slow pace here. I don't think Arkansas wants to get into a shootout two weeks in a row. And I think that uh, Auburn really needs a road win. We talked about Bo Nick's stats on the road a couple weeks ago. He might not play the whole game. He may not even be the starter for the whole game, you know? So I don't know what Auburn's going to do. It's a trump card for me. Um, I'm a strong lean on the under, and then I'm a play on the money line for Arkansas. I can't argue that, you know? I'm, I'm just disappointed we don't disagree more often. We should, and for my pocketbook, thank God we don't. Um, but uh, Uncle Dave, that was good stuff there. I think we went into some good detail, hopefully gave out some winners. Now, this is a segment that we're going to start going from now um, until the end of the year, and I'm going to prefix it by going over what we're going to do. So I don't need people chiming in saying you didn't do this or you didn't do that. This is absolutely bonus stuff from one of the best guys um, in the entire world, Uncle Dave. I bug him quite often via text, and I'll be bored, and it'll be, uh, I don't know, Maction Wednesday yet or a Thursday night game or hockey or basketball or we love talking baseball and i'll say uncle dave i'm bored give me a bet give me a pick give me something to do and uncle dave will usually come back and say well i got the giants on a pizza bet now what's a pizza bet to me a pizza bet is is when you take 0.25 or 0.5 of your normal unit you throw it on the game because you have nothing else to do and while you're slapping down a new york style one dollar slice in the living room with maybe a coors light or a bud light you got to have an action on the TV because you're a degenerate. You can't watch football with no action. What kind of life would that be to sit with your family, kids, and enjoy a game with no action? Sounds like the worst time in the world to me. So now what we're going to do is we're going to ask Uncle Dave for a couple pizza bets. He's going to give very little reason. Just for your guys' enjoyment, he's going to let you know what he might like to slap a quarter unit or a half unit on just for your amusement. So Uncle Dave, hopefully I explained that correctly. I'll let you have the floor. Well, I didn't know I was going to have to be subject to this. So this is truly off the cuff. I'm your boss. You said it. I know. I know. Um, the Army team total, I mean, Pinnacle has that at 15 and a half. I don't 
know how Army gets in the end zone. A lot of people like Army plus two touchdowns, and I get it. The spread's 39, and they're giving you 14. Um, but I don't know how Army is really going to score. So I, if 15 and a half is the number, anything over 14, uh, the Army team total, I like the under. Um, let's see, what else we got going on? Washington over UCLA. I mean, there's another one that everybody and their brothers on UCLA. Um, I don't, I don't like UCLA anymore. Um, I don't know that I ever really did, but I just think they're super overrated. I like Washington's defense. So I think Washington over UCLA would be another pizza. And I don't know. Let me do one. Another one. Let me see. if I can. Uh, I could throw out one while you're looking there. Um, once again, I'm not going to give too much reason. This all has to do with line to me. The line was actually very uh, eye-opening. I thought it would be a lot higher, but I'm on Purdue plus 11 and a half at Iowa. I thought that would be well over 13. Well, okay, I found another one. Shoot away. Line movement only. Texas El Paso plus a touchdown at home over La Tech. Boom. So there you go, know. guys. I don't know why. I mean, I did look at that game and everything said, yeah, probably La Tech, but there's a reason that line was seven and isn't anymore. So uh, UTEP plus six and a half or seven at home. There you go. Bonus, guys. Um, like I said, he's one of the best in the world. So even his pizza bet should go down as something. Remember, we're always doing this for free every single week. We love it. I hope you can tell by my voice. I love it. I'm making Uncle Dave love it again. He's lost his luster just a little bit, but the hour that he spends with me is the most stimulation he gets probably throughout the entire week because most of the time he's trying to save bogey and double bogey um, in 120 degree weather while avoiding alligators and being ended up on a, a Dateline story. Old man, professional better, Uncle Dave leaves his riches to nephew as he gets eaten by alligator on ninth hole. Does that sound about right? Probably, yeah. The only thing I don't, I'm not really sure about is that my hour with you is the most stimulation I get all week. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a lot of things I could say there that might be, uh, uh, you know, NSFW. We might have some young viewers, Uncle Dave, but that's all good, guys. I don't want I don't want to offend anybody, you know. You can't, um, Uncle be, Dave. You can't. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can really see. Trust me. <laughs> Well, but as we as we talked about, I've learned my my social media lessons the hard way. Perfect, and ne none of us are perfect, but guys, please go to Twitter. That's where me and Uncle Dave chop it up. We love to answer your questions. Mostly, Uncle Dave um, will be the professional expert when it comes to that stuff. I'll answer anything I can. I've had a few messages back and forth with people looking at lines and maybe some advice there. So, uh, Uncle Dave is one of the most genuine people in the world if you tweet at him or message him he will get back to you when he has time like i said he does this for free so this is a a real pleasure for me and i'm learning a lot and hopefully you guys are too we're on twitter i'm at coach jrod that's coach and then j-r-o-d then the number one uncle dave is at dave underscore essler any final thoughts uncle dave no, I'm I'm just happy to be in your presence because my best bets are not five and one. So, I'm 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 excited for you. Well, listen, if I go five and five, nobody will care about the five and zero oh start. So, my oh yeah, they will. Oh yeah, they will. Somebody that somebody that picked up after you were five and zero, oh, and now they're actually only zero oh and five. 
Oh, there you go. Somebody was. Yeah, that's how this. Bets. That's how this goes, my friend. That's true. I get it. I can't place the bets for them, guys. We'll see you next week. Enjoy, and uh, hopefully, you make a lot of money this weekend.